Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. You know our trusted partner TireRack.com for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, Three and Out Podcast. Hope everyone had a good weekend as well as possible. Uh, I know, depending on, we got people that live all over the, the country, hell, all over the world that listen to this. I, I didn't realize. C- Coward has a big fan base. And I know many of you have reached out, said you've listened to me or found me through him. Appreciate everyone listening. Uh, hopefully you guys are keeping your head up during this quarantine. It kind of feels like, uh, I know California, it was announced today, we're going to start phasing things in starting Friday, uh, May 7th, I think, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, maybe the 8th, maybe the 9th, I don't even know the exact date, but this Friday, I know a lot of the southern states are already getting phased in. Uh, New York, obviously, is not in great shape, but you know a lot of other states are coming back, so hopefully if you you know work in a business, you know, you furloughed, you know, you run a small business, whatever. Uh, hopefully, we can get this thing rolling and at least uh, get the, get try to attempt to get the train back on the tracks. Uh, and you know, luckily, we'll dive into this right off the top. With the NFL schedule is coming out, there's just a lot of unknown. A lot of stories are flying back or around about. I know, I know the UFC is coming back. Are they fighting this week? You know, what's weird is like I, I went when I went to Cal Poly. Chuck Liddell was a Cal Poly alum, and when I was there in the early 2000s, the UFC was huge, because Chuck was a rock star, Tito, Rampage, but I just, I don't really like it that much, and I'm I'm pro-violence, but I just never really got into the UFC, though I, I love Dana White, I like what the UFC stands for, I just, the fighting, you know, I don't know, a little barbaric for it, I don't even know, like I, I, I have nothing but respect, you know, I remember first time I ever met wrestlers, was at Cal Poly, and these dudes, this guy named Chad Mendez that ended up going to the MMA, if you guys are UFC fans, you've probably seen this guy fight, dude was like 150 pounds, and people would pick on him, and he'd kick the shit out of him, so it's just like, I had nothing to respect for the wrestlers, it's just, I don't know, just not my cup of tea, uh, they're coming back, some stories about baseball and basketball, obviously golf, golf courses around the country are opening up, and then golf is eventually coming back, I think in early June, the PGA Tour, but in the NFL, we'll dive into the schedule, and just at the end of the day, the timing has been on their side. A bunch of NFL stories this weekend, no international games, the virtual offseason programs in full swing, some thoughts on the fifth-year option. I, I kind of dove into some numbers. kind of crazy how many guys didn't get their fifth-year options picked up in this 2017 NFL draft. Andy Dalton, 
Now a Dallas Cowboy. Who who would have thought that, that? Honestly, that was pretty shocking news this weekend. And then the Middlecoff mailbag, like always, at John Middlecoff is my Instagram. Same as my Twitter handle. You can slide right in and leave a question, leave a comment, leave whatever, and I read them. I'm going to need you <laughs> as these virtual programs go on. It might slow down, so we're going to do a lot. Let me repeat, a lot of interacting with the people because it's like I say, it's the people show. Also, I know a lot of you guys have, and if you haven't had a chance to do it and you like the show, go to iTunes, at, or not at, but the uh, three and out, the podcast page, go uh, leave a review. Five stars, you know, if you like it. If you don't, you leave any review you want, but I appreciate a five star, and uh, and uh, that's kind of the way the podcast business works, so go there and, and interact and leave a little review. But the NFL schedule is, is supposed to come out in the next five or six days. I think the preseason schedule is going to be out by the end of this week. And then by early next week, I think May 9th or May 10th was a date uh, that I saw that the NFL ideally, maybe it was the 11th, uh, wanted to release the schedule. And there's so many unknowns, like any good business in weird, weird pandemic times, you have to have a bunch of contingency plans. But you hear this all the time from anyone that's a little successful. Sometimes there's just a randomness or a luck factor, or a timing factor that's just on your side. You know, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs were all in on computers and the internet in the mid-80s. The timing was right. Jobs went all in on internet distribution. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Hell, look at Peloton right now. Remember Peloton? Like two months ago, everyone was crushing them for that ad, even though it was so stupid the ad was cool. Well, Peloton's crushing right now because gyms are closed. So there is a timing element to everything. Hell, I know this is a media guy. I worked in radio for a while. Then I got let go. Luckily, the podcast world was taken off. Boom, I run a podcast. Well, if this would have happened 20 years ago and I was a radio show, would I have moved somewhere else and did a radio show? I don't know. My options would have been limited. So the, the, the games just kind of change sometimes in a lot of different businesses. But there is just a timing element on the NFL side, right? The, the corona really hit strong in early March, which their next two big events before the OTAs were free agency and the draft. And we've talked a lot about this. They were able to do them both virtually. And I think the draft, now about a couple weeks removed, went off as well as it possibly could have. It was really cool. It resonated with people, did huge numbers. But it's kind of easy to cancel the offseason. I mean, it's not ideal. If you gave coaches and general managers the option, would you want to cancel OTAs or not cancel OTAs? They would clearly choose not cancel OTAs. They want us to get their rookies mixed in. They want to see their new free agents. They want their coaches to put together the game plan. They want to develop their young players. It's not an ideal situation, but it's the hand they're dealt. So they're playing the hand they've been dealt, and they're going through virtual off-season programs. Teams are allowed two hours a day, four days a week. But as I said, this is not a vacation. It's an interruption. I saw Tom Brady today working out by himself with pads on. So the high-level players, and just like most of the NFL, is getting side workouts in some way, somehow. But the NFL schedule, however it comes out, the 17-week deal, they're going to get some pushback, and that's what social media does. You can't do that! This will never happen! You can't listen to the doom and gloomers. Because if you listen to the doom and gloomers, just in general, you would never do a damn thing. Because the doom and gloomers don't really want anything to happen. And then when weird times like this, everyone on the doom and gloom side, wants to stay quarantined forever. They don't want basketball to come back. They don't want baseball to come back. They want UFC to be canceled. They want golf to be canceled. They would like to just stay inside. It feels like forever. Most normal humans want to get back to real life, even though the real life moving forward, probably going to be a little weird, right? I saw a picture going viral last night that the casinos, you know, like a blackjack table, you know, before, at least in my you know, since I was 18, I was able to go to the indie casinos that we have in California. And you go to a blackjack table, give or take, what do they have? Five or six seats, right? And you're just sitting right next to either your buddy, some random. Ideally, you get an empty table, you play a couple hands, what, whatever. But now they're going to have kind of walled off with like uh, see-through glass or see-through rubber, whatever it is. Like, yeah, whenever the restaurants open in the next month or two, I would imagine it's going to look a lot different. So the NFL, their schedule is going to look pretty normal on paper, but I would imagine they're going to be very forward in saying that, listen, we got multiple options. If we got to move the season back, 
if we got to move the season forward, whatever we got to do, we're going to be ready. Because unlike basketball, that didn't really have a choice, and I'm not a big Adam Silver guy. I think he's the most overrated commissioner in my lifetime. People act like he's just, the NBA media acts like he's just some hero. I mean, he's done one, he, he, he's ridden this, kicking out Donald Sterling, one of the biggest loser scumbags in the history of team ownership out of the league like he's some saint. Adam, under your watch, the league has tanked. The NFL has flown by you, and people my age, and they're you know, born in the mid-80s, your sport was bigger than anyone during my life when Michael Jordan. And then under your watch, once David Stern left you, the ratings are in the tank. And football, the irony is Roger Goodell, everyone acts like he's some village idiot. They've lapped everybody. It's not even a fair fight anymore. Now, football, the nature of the sport, we've also talked a lot about this, benefits from just being once a week. It's the perfect podcast, radio, media sport. We gamble on it. It's just set up for society in 2020. The opposite, baseball, not really set up for the youth. The youth, more than ever, has zero attention span. You know, back when I was growing up, you had to be like, you know, I think I got ADD. Well, in 2020, it feels like everyone technically qualifies for ADD. We have no attention spans. That's what the iPhone has done for us. So baseball, while I still enjoy it, and I, I know a lot of people that enjoy it, you know, a lot of younger people, it's hard to focus for that long. And you could argue, maybe no one ever focused on baseball that seriously, all game, every game, anyway. Just the nature of the sport, they play every day kind of like a background noise, you listen to on the radio, you don't have to be super locked in like you do for a football game. But with the schedule that's going to come out, actually look at it like a positive. It'll be a cool moment. The NFL has been able to have three cool moments in arguably the shittiest time of recent memory, probably since the crazy housing crisis in 2008, because this has sucked. We've been quarantined. It has not been fun. Now, have we dealt with it, and have we tried to at least for the most part, you know, keep a smile on our face and be positive. I think most people have. But this has not been ideal. No one would choose this. No one wants to see 30 million people be unemployed. No one wants to see all your local businesses be closed down. But I give the NFL a lot of credit. They've just kept rolling. And they've been like, okay, here's what we're, here's the hand we're dealt. Here's what we'll do. Here are our options. We'll try this. And again, the timing has been on their side. They haven't had to do you know, they haven't had to have people present. They had to cancel the draft because you couldn't have anyone in an actual location because Vegas was actually canceled. They went virtual. It worked. Free agency and a lot of pushback. Hell, even I thought, you know, is this ideal? And looking back, it was ideal. And I think this is a great life lesson. You can't always worry. And you saw this in the Michael Jordan document. Everyone wants you to do what they want you to do. Even though how can you do and make everyone happy? News for you. It is impossible. And I say this to my mom all the time. I say this to anyone who listens. I, I, I don't care what others think. Now, is that 100% true? Of course I care what some people think. But the faster you can get to the point of not worrying of just what the noise thinks, you of course care what your consumer thinks. But when they become loyal and when they can trust you as NFL fans, trust the NFL to provide them with entertainment. Not, you know, the media freaks out like, how could you let this guy who's been arrested twice stay in your league? Because this is a private sector job, he can cover a wide receiver, and we truly don't care. You know why we don't care? Because the fans have shown they don't care. That's like the white noise. Twitter becomes the white noise, and I, I like Twitter a lot. It's been a huge, you know, springboard in my media career. Without Twitter, who knows if I would even got a start in the media. But I think over the last several years, it's become a negative area where just misery thrives. And what's the famous statement? Misery needs company. And I give the NFL a lot of credit. They've avoided that. They have just, you know what? Schedule release. Yeah, we can't do off-season, so no off-season. We're going just virtual. But we're not like doom and gloom, no football. You know what I like about the SEC? Multiple ADs in the SEC, we're playing. We're playing. (laughs) You know what I know? Sitting here recording May 4th, the SEC is going to have football. Is the Pac-12 going to have football? I don't know. You know, I, I would say they will be the last of the Power Five to have football. Will Oklahoma play football this year? Yes. Will Austin? Will the University of Texas and Texas Tech and Texas A&M play? Yes. Will Ohio State do everything humanly possible to play football? Yes. Because that's just the way they operate. And if you, and college is going to be a little different than the pros. There's a ton of money on the line in terms of players getting paid. 
you know, clearly, as we found out through any of these documentaries, the players get paid also in college under the table. But we could argue they deserve more, especially the high-end guys. I'm not some anti-paying players or anti-likeness. But I, I just always thought it was kind of fraudulent to pretend like, no, Jay Billis, no, this is such a screw job. Is it really a screw job? I mean, I just watched the documentary on the on the you know the guys that got arrested in college basketball. Everyone was getting six. Creighton was paying guys six figures, let alone Arizona and Duke and some of the big schools giving huge amounts of money. So, do we always have to cry poor for everyone when actually these guys are getting paid? Should this be above board and not make this so complicated? Of course. But can we not stop being naive and pretending this is going on? It's like whenever I read a story that these athletes have been quarantined, haven't been... Listen, if you have, like I've said over and over, whatever your job is, whether it's athletics, whether it's sales, if you have not been attempting to do things and just binge-watching shows and getting stoned on your couch for the last 45 days, you're getting lapped in the real world. Tom Brady's running, you know, stairs and running footwork drills and throwing to who knows who at his house right now. Tom Brady, the GOAT. You, you, you think Michael Jordan, anyone that's watched The Last Dance over the last, you know, what episode are we on? Six, so we're three weeks in, two episodes, you know, a Sunday. would have If Michael Jordan was in his prime right now, you think he'd just be sitting at home, just, just staring at the wall? Or you think he'd be at a gym somewhere, whether he had to go solo or whatever and working on his game, staying sharp, iron sharpens iron. Hell, even getting a guy to come with him and work him out. You'd be naive to think that he, would, he wouldn't do that. Or that the high-end athletes right now aren't staying locked in. Just like the high-end people in business. Again, you can only do so much. There's a limit to what you can do. You know, you're only going to be able to get hold of so many people. But you better be trying. Because if you're not, you're going to get... just Because eventually things are going to start. Whether that's next week. Whether that's in a month. And the NFL has realized this. And they haven't let the public pressure. Because it's easy to get on social media and think everyone... Shut it down! No more! Hell, and I, I regret... Because I even thought, like, you know, I kind of agreed with Schefter about the draft and the carnage in the streets, and you just realize it's so easy to overreact in these times. These are times are serious. No one's disputing that. This We shut it down for the right reasons. But we also, eventually, once you get 50, 60, 70 days, you got to siphon back to reality. And the NFL, who for some reason got thrown in the mix on this, like their season isn't four months away, like, yeah, we plan on playing. It's also May 4th. Early May, even early June, early July. We're still months away. And yeah, we'll have contingency plans because we're a multi-billion dollar business. But they've been full throttle ahead. And again, you, you can crush Roger Goodell for things in the past, but he, he has his leagues running on all cylinders right now. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless 
tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Okay, let's dive into some stories from, uh, I guess, the last like 48 hours. Peter King wrote, I've seen a couple different places that the NFL will not do any international games. It's kind of a big deal because clearly this London game has not just taken off, but become a big part of the league, has become a big part of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has become a kind of a big part of the television package, right? They have some of those early morning kickoffs a couple times a year. For us on the West Coast, 6.30 t- uh, kickoff time. almost said tea time. Thinking like Michael Jordan. The East Coast, 9.30 kickoff time. I think that was a game Jameis threw like five picks in. Those games aren't going to happen. And, and I've theorized for a while that the Jacksonville Jaguars are eventually going to live in London. Though, you know, will anyone remember this in 10 years that we didn't have international games? Also, Mexico City has been a place that that hosted a game last year. I think it did. It's definitely hosted games over the last several years. So no international games. At the end of the day, I guess for fans and for me talking, doesn't mean that much. But, you know, I by no means hate the London games. Uh, the fifth-year options. I did a little study the last, you know, three or four years. On average, 13 players had not had their fifth-year options picked up. So there are six, you know, 32 picks. 16 would be 50%. 14 was 2017, which would be, if you round up, 44%. On average, right around 40%. So think about that. Put that in context of this year's draft. Because everyone that hit me, happy with their pick. Oh, we got Becton. Oh, we got Judy. Oh, we got Rager. Maybe not that happy on Rager. Oh, we got Justin Jefferson. Oh, we got this guy. Oh, we got this guy. On average... 40% of those picks will not have their fifth-year option picked up. As I talked about on Friday, if you're not picking up the fifth-year option on the player, it's a disaster. Now, there have been some examples, right? Fuller with the Jet, with the Bears did not have his fifth-year option picked up, had a big fourth year, and then got extended by the Bears. Brandon Cooks, who the Saints did not use, you know, pick up his fifth-year option, traded him to New England for a first-round pick, so that wasn't a whiff. But for the most part, those are outlier situations. Most of them are Solomon Thomas, Mitch Trubisky. Leonard Fournette's a weird case because Leonard Fournette, if you look at his stats last year, he had over 70 catches. He ran for over 1,000 yards. To me, from what I've heard, attitude, character, not great. Not like a bad guy. He's not getting arrested or anything. Just not the ideal guy you want in your locker room. Does not have a good reputation right now in the NFL at all. But he 
His talent is deserving of a fifth-year option, though, looking back, disastrous pick. Because if you are going to take a running back in the top five, they passed on Christian McCaffrey for Leonard Fournette. Christian McCaffrey now, per year-wise, is the highest-paid running back in NFL history. And a star. But I think what makes the 2017 draft such a head-scratcher is when I look back to the 15 draft, the 14 draft, the 16 draft, most of the time, a large percentage of the players not getting their fifth-year options picked up are past about pick 16 and are in the 20s. In the 20s, it's like over 50% of the players are going to get their fifth-year option picked up. In this draft, five of the top nine players, Trubisky, Solomon Thomas, uh, Leonard Fournette, Corey Davis, and John Ross, five players in the top nine, no fifth-year options. It's pretty nuts. And think about three players in the top 12, or really four, Miles Garrett, you know, I know he swung a helmet at, at Mason Rudolph, big-time talent. Christian McCaffrey, on pace to be one of the great versatile running backs we've ever seen. Mahomes, he's borderline already a Hall of Famer. And Deshaun Watson, well on his way to superstardom. So it was just Jamal Adams, really, really good player. It was either you were hitting basically a home run or you were striking out. I mean, trading up for Mitch Trubisky is a disaster. Now, luckily, Ryan Pace admitted it. And this gets back to, remember, Ryan Pace was like, he's our starting quarterback. He lied. Mitch Trubisky, they don't believe in Mitch Trubisky. And I, not like I asked, Matt Nagy told me he did. But, I mean, I'm not going to put him in a weird situation. The, the, I don't need his, you know, Ryan Pace, their quotes on this. I, they told me. They don't pick up the fifth-year option. They trade for Nick Foles. It's, it's what I always say, even with my friends. I don't, I don't judge anyone on words. Words are meaningless. It's what I say about Twitter. Everyone freaks out about tweets. Tweets. Who cares? Judge on actions. Because your actions, you know, the 49ers, John Lynch has been singing Solomon Thomas's praises for years. He doesn't start. They just drafted another defensive tackle in the first round. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. I know they think he stinks. I just watch what they do. Now, I don't know if the Jaguars necessarily think Leonard stinks, but they don't like him that much. They tried to trade him, and they didn't pick up the fifth-year option. So just try to do this in real life, but definitely do this in sports. When a manager, when a general manager, in whatever sport they're telling you, like, we really like this guy. We think he's a starting pitcher. Why do you always bring him out of the bullpen? Well, we're just, we're just easing him in. Well, why have you never, two years later, why is he still not starting? Stop telling me that, because you don't believe it. I, I just judge people on what they do. And if you just judge people on what they do, you realize how hollow words are. What's this saying? Sticks and stones may break my bones. Words will never hurt me. I, I, honestly, if you, if you, people take words way too seriously. And I, obviously there are words that are very hurtful. And we all know the thing to say to someone, a family member, someone, a wife, a brother that can really hurt. I'm not saying like all words, but when I'm talking professionally, you, you can blow a lot of smoke up people's ass. But if you just look at what they're actually doing, be like, yeah, I don't believe you because that's not true. Uh, Andy Dalton to the Cowboys. I'll be honest. I didn't see this coming. I, it was as shocking as a backup quarterback addition can be. And there are a lot of different elements to this. But I, I would say you could look at it one angle. You always want to have a good backup quarterback. And as I talked about last week, I supported the Jalen Hurts draft pick. I supported going to pay Marcus Mariota. I, I support anything with backup quarterbacks. Because we've seen situations where, look at the Jets last year. Sam Darnold gets mono, season over. They end up going 7-9. and nine. Can you imagine if they just would have had a good backup quarterback like Ryan Fitzpatrick? Maybe they're 9-7. and seven. Can, can you imagine last year if the Eagles would have had a competent backup quarterback in the playoffs? And, and you could argue Josh might have been a backup quarterback, but he's, 40, you know, he's 38, 40 years old, hamstring tears. They've got no chance. When you got a good backup, it's like, whatever. Teddy Bridgewater, we'll win some games. Andy Dalton's proven he can win games. Was he good last year? No, he was atrocious. But two years ago, Ryan Tannehill was atrocious too. Then all of a sudden, Ryan Tannehill led the Titans to the AFC Championship game. And I think the numbers I saw, they guaranteed him $3 million with the opportunity to make seven. What if Dak doesn't show up? Because what if you're Jerry Jones and you go, you know what I can't do with a straight face? I can't guarantee this guy $35 million a year. I, I can't do it. Here's my final offer, Dak. I'll give you a four-year deal at 28 per, and I'll guarantee like $90 million. Take it or leave it. What if he says no? And the one leverage Dak does have, fine, I'm not showing up. Okay, we'll just play with Andy Dalton. Could the Cowboys make the playoffs with Andy Dalton? I don't think it's crazy. 
He's got Amari Cooper. He's got CeeDee Lamb. Ally Gallup's a pretty good player. He's got a dominant running back. Got a good defense. McCarthy's a solid coach. Should be pretty good. The NFC East kind of stinks. I mean, the Eagles are solid. The Giants are a disaster. And the Redskins in year one have a long way to go. I don't, was, they got Dwayne Askins as a starting quarterback. So yeah, sure. I mean, they could compete to make the playoffs with Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's made the playoffs countless times in his career as starting quarterback. And when he had, I thought, one year, I'm trying to think of the year, the year he broke his hand. I thought he was playing, I think Jay Gruden was offensive coordinator. It was awesome. No, it was Hugh Jackson. That team was stacked. You give Andy Dalton a really good team. He's not one of those guys like Deshaun Watson. You can give him an average team and expect him to win 11, 12 games. That's not Andy Dalton. But if you give him a top 6-7 roster, you can make the playoffs. When he had good coaches, Hugh Jackson, Marvin Lewis, Jay Gruden, they were fine. When you give, you know, quarterbacks like Andy Dalton, like Derek Carr, you give Derek Carr a stacked team, you'll be okay. You give Derek Carr an average team, like Andy Dalton, an average team, you're not going to go to the playoffs. You know, you, you give Russell Wilson anything. doesn't matter. Give him filet mignon, you'll have dinner. You give him, you know, some just some eggs and some ham, he'll whip up a five-star meal. He'll figure it out. There are only a small handful of quarterbacks like that. Most guys are kind of like Andy Dalton, somewhere in the middle. Say this, Andy Dalton's had better moments than Kirk Cousins in his career. Kirk Cousins been guaranteed, I think, over the last like six years, $45 million in Washington on those franchise tags. Another 85 I'm doing this off the top of my head, so we're at about 130 and then another 60 I mean, Kirk Cousins like $180 million. I, I've seen Andy Dalton play better than Kirk Cousins. I have. No, Cousins this year was had moments where he's probably better or as good as the best Andy Dalton. But, you know, one guy's made $180 million, the other guy's made like 40 if that. I like the move by Dallas, and I think it puts in some question, like, what is the deal with Dak? Because Dak clearly has this, you know, like this line drawn in the sand. There's some number. Well, it's like, Dak, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I, no one's crying for you because you think you're worth $34 million. I think if you signed for like 26, everybody's like, oh, okay, that's good. And I think Dak is pretty well respected in the football community. People think he's good. He's not great. And if signing for that much money, we've seen what it, look what it did to the, the Rams. Makes you get rid of all your good players. So in like a year, does the Cowboys have to cut a bunch of players? Am I okay with cutting a bunch of players for Dak Prescott? Because you know when Dak Prescott was really valuable? When he was cheap. You know when he stops becoming valuable? Potentially, when he starts getting expensive. I, I, I think the Dak Prescott thing, the more I thought about it, and I, I am not anti-Dak. Just like I'm not anti-Jared Goff. I'm anti-Jared Goff at 30 plus million dollars a year. I wouldn't have any problem with Jared Goff making 22. I can stomach taking the risk on Carson Wentz because I know he can carry my franchise. I saw last year, Carson Wentz. Half Philadelphia, injured. No biggie. Get on my back. Now he ended up getting hurt, but I don't think anyone with any football knowledge would go, yeah, Carson Wentz, freak talent. Big big time. Is Dak a freak talent? No. Talented. Is Jared Goff freak talent? No. Talented. You know, there's, I, I like paying premiums for premium players. That's why I don't mind paying Aaron Donald. I don't mind paying Khalil Mack. You know, I don't mind paying those type guys in their prime. George Kittle, Julio Jones. I don't love, hell, I don't love paying Amari Cooper $20 million a year. I don't. But I don't mind paying Amari Cooper $20 million a year if my quarterback's making 10. Or hell, like Dak last year was making a million. This the NFL. I mean, it's, uh, the economics play a huge role in, if, if you're having a conversation in basketball or football and you're not having like the economics aren't playing a part in like I mean a legitimate discussion like we can't why can't we acquire these 17 players well because there's a salary cap so what you make factors into a conversation if you want to have a fifth grade conversation yeah just talk about the players like they're all even but if you want to have a grown-up conversation you have to factor in how much money they make how much money you're going to guarantee them who else on your team you're paying? So these are real grown-up conversations. And anyone playing fantasy football should know this, right? If you play an auction draft, you don't get unlimited amounts of money. This is not baseball. You can't be, be the Yankees and just buy whoever you want. It doesn't work that way. You don't have, that's not the way the sport works. So what he makes, that's part of the conversation. And, and I also love, why are you counting his pennies? Worry about your own bank account. Because, again, I'm talking about a quarterback whose contract will impact how you build the team. 
So if you want to have a little conver- little kid conversation, go talk about stop counting their pennies and just talk about the player because that's what the, the seventh graders do. If you want to come with the grown-ups, you know, it's like a bar. You got to be 21 to enter this conversation or a mature younger person who can have a real conversation about professional sports. The Colts did a draft show and they've done this the last two years, you know, where they give you intimate video of their scouts talking, interacting, Frank Reich talking with Chris Ballard, Jim Ursay. It's fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. I tip my hat to the Colts for doing it. It's If I was a Colts fan, I'd be like, you know what? This is freaking cool. It gives me an inside look at my GM, my head coach, the staffs, what they think of players. Now, it doesn't get too negative, so it's not totally real, but I don't think it's fair to have your West Coast scout or your pro player personnel guy just shitting on draft picks that you don't pick or you don't want. Like, that's just not realistic. But the guys that you actually picked, it's cool to see what they thought of them. And the talk about Michael Pittman and how much the head coach loved Michael Pittman and how he grew on Ballard, how the West Coast scout had been to USC countless times, saw him never lost a rep, how he only improved, how he was good on special teams. The stuff on Jonathan Taylor was fantastic, how good he would translate to the scheme, how much everyone just loved the guy, the character. And then Chris Ballard made up a great point about his play speed on the turf. You know, he ran a 4-4-1 at the Combine, which is in Indy. He had the big run against Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. It's just really awesome. I, I, I can't just go to their Twitter account or go to their website I, or YouTube page. I, I can't recommend it enough. And I know we got a lot of draft nerds. It's uh, You don't even need to be a Colts fan. It's just a, it, it's a cool inside look. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco... I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco-alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long long way away with over 122 million parts you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly brake kits led headlights roof racks bumpers whatever your baby needs ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride 
the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, let's dive into the Middlecoff mailbag. At John Middlecoff, my Instagram, it's where my DMs, wide open, baby, slide right in them. Get your your question read right like uh, this guy. Hey, John, what are your thoughts on Jared Sidham? I read that some people believe he would have been a top five quarterback in this draft, and that is why Belichick chose him over any quarterback in the draft. Could that be legit, or you think the Pats are just eyeing Lawrence or Fields next year? I think it'd be difficult to say that the Patriots, given how elite their coach is, given how good their defense still is, and given how good Josh McDaniels is, that they end up in the Fields or Lawrence sweepstakes, at least in terms of draft position. Now, could they mortgage a lot and get there? I think that's potentially possible. But Jared Stidham kind of had a crazy career. Starts out at Baylor. Art Bryles, everything falls apart. Actually has a really good freshman year. Plays in 10 games. Throws for almost 70%. 12 touchdowns. Kind of in limited action. Then he goes to Auburn, which I don't know if was an ideal fit for him. Though, being a spread quarterback, it made sense. I mean, Auburn is a really good program. Sophomore and junior year, he's basically 66%, 60%. Throws for 36 touchdowns and 11 picks at Auburn. But when you talk to people in the league, people thought he had a big arm. He's big and athletic. Like, he's 6'3 plus. He has an above-average NFL arm in terms of arm strength. So there's a lot to work with. And he could move. Like with Tom Brady, there were just plays you couldn't do. Now, the flip side of that is you still have Tom Brady. So you can do a lot of things that work. I'm not trying to act in any, by any means, like it's a good thing to go from Brady to Stidham. But I do think there's a lot there that they want to work with. The last two quarterbacks they've drafted, one, Jimmy Garoppolo turned out to be pretty good. Jacoby Brissett had some moments, not quite as good as Jimmy, but also could be functional. Like they've they've showed the last you know five six years they're pretty good at drafting the right guys. So that being said, you know I I think he could be an interesting player. Now is he going to be some Pro Bowler? Probably not. But I, I just I I feel I'm hesitant to make any bold statement when it comes to Belichick. And as long as Josh is there working with them, I, th- I think they got a pretty good infrastructure to put him in position to succeed. I'm a big Kansas City fan, and I'm curious what your opinion on Mahomes and the Chiefs making Kansas City a more exciting city to the rest of the country. Watching the MJ documentary and his effect on Chicago, I'm curious if you think Mahomes has that kind of star power to attract more influential people and businesses to the city. I'm not from or live in KC, but I have visited several times. It's definitely still growing. Brett. I wonder if this is Brett Veach. Probably not. Actually, I know it's not, but I think he could have a huge impact on it. Now, I think when you compare the two... Jordan still got drafted to Chicago, you know, a top four or five city population-wise in America. Now, the basketball team had been a disaster, so he, you know, changed that. Did he change Chicago that much? I mean, the Bears were a powerhouse in the mid-'80s. They won a Super Bowl. The Cubs, while they were the lovable losers, were a big-time franchise, had their own network dedicated to playing all their games. Did Jordan help? 100%. I think Jordan did more for basketball than he did necessarily for the city of Chicago. Like, the city of Chicago has thrived whether the teams are good or bad. Now, it helps, and I think Mahomes will have a huge impact. 
But the Chiefs have been pretty good. Like, I mean, under Andy Reid, the first six years, they were making the playoffs every year. So, influential businesses, maybe people sponsor Mahomes. I don't know if they're going to move their headquarters there, if that's what you're asking. That's a, that's a good question. Never really thought of it like that. He, he can't hurt. He can't hurt. But I is he going to change the economic landscape of Kansas City, Missouri? I would lean no. Though everyone you talk to that goes to the Power and Light District loves it. Like, it's it's a cool place. Like, I, I think most people with knowledge of the working region, I know people that live there obviously love it. Downtown's cool. Lawrence, Kansas isn't that far away. Overland Park in the suburb area is really nice. It's kind of a gem of a sit. Food's great. People are nice. Affordable. What's your post-draft evaluation of the Chargers? Many have them ranked in the lower third of the league, but I think their stacked roster will prove many people wrong. What's your take? Well, let me just uh, give a little thumbs up there. Let me pull up their draft. As I've said over and over, I love their first two picks. I am not an anti... uh, it's crazy. I already forgot the guy's name. Uh, Justin Herbert. I think to getting Justin Herbert with the sixth overall pick, given their team, given how talented he is, is a great draft selection. I think an even better draft selection is getting Kenneth Murray at the end of the first round. I think Kenneth Murray is going to be a stud in the NFL. I will be floored. If you gave me like five guys that will not bust in the first round, he would be in my five. Kenneth Murray is going to play in this modern-day NFL, and be a really, really good player. So I love their first two picks. Because they got their future quarterback, who, even if he's just solid, if he's like Josh Allen, their roster's so good, he'll be fine. And Kenneth Murray, you get an immediate plug-and-play starter to go with Derwin James and and Bosa. So you have elite player on every level of your defense. And their corner's already good. got the King kid from Iowa. They got Hayward, who's still good. Like, they're just talented. Joshua Kelly, you know, he's solid. Uh, UC Davis transfer that went to UCLA for chip. Don't know anything about their fifth or sixth round picks. But they're not going to depend on those guys. To me, if they can just block for Herbert, they'll be in good shape. <clears throat> what are your thoughts on the Pats, what they did in the first two rounds? Get this nice little draft tracker up from uh, NFL.com. So let's bring up the New England Patriots. Uh, Well, their first pick... <laughs> is from a school that, like myself, I think most of you would agree, I'd never heard of. Lenore Rhine. I don't even know what that means. Josh Oosh. I don't even know if I'm saying his name right from Michigan. I'll be honest, I don't know much about a lot of their picks. (laughs) Anthony Jennings, the edge rusher from Alabama. Devin Asai, the tight end from UCLA. Interesting prospect. Tight end from Virginia Tech. So in their first... They had five picks in the top 100. They took two tight ends, they took an edge rusher, they took a linebacker and a safety. So they think their defense is getting old and they obviously need tight ends. Then they took a kicker in the fifth round. You know, I, I think the Patriots, their defense is already going to be good. Now they got depth. I think it's going to come down. Is Stidham just a middle-of-the-road starter? They could win eight games. If he's terrible, they might be kind of screwed. What do you think of the Giants' draft and offseason? Okay, let's pull up the Giants draft. I love this little draft uh, ticker here on NFL.com. Andrew Thomas. I think most people in the league thought he was the best uh, tackle prospect. Good pick. Xavier McKinney, early pick, second round. Love it. They need a safety. He has some range. Coming from Alabama, smart, plug-and-play player. They went tackle in the third round. Kid from Connecticut. Don't know anything about Darnay Holmes, the corner from UCLA, he's really interesting. He's a long guy, still pretty raw. What is he? Actually, a little shorter, 5'10". What do you run? 4'48", can run a little. Don't, don't hate the pick. I've been hearing about his name. Uh, who else did they sign? Uh, Bradbury, don't love paying that free agent that much, but Gettleman knows him. I don't think they would have signed him if Joe Judge didn't like him. So, yeah, I think the Giants... If they can protect Daniel Jones, you still got Saquon Barkley, you got Evan Ingram, you got Golden Tate, you got a new offensive line. You know, I, I don't hate it. Okay, big time Jets fan writing you from Singapore. I'm an American from Jersey, moved out here years ago. Okay, my question is this. Okay, long one. One second. 
talked a lot today. Voice is going. It seems like the Jets finally got their hands on a GM worth his salt. The moves he's made since picking up McCagnon's 2019 panic signings, Bell Mosley, and the shitty draft, Jackson Polite, mess have been relatively smooth. The free agent approach has been this is a good this is a good question. Has been commendable and the draft looks pretty solid. Don't think anyone expects superstars here but solid foundation building or contributors and some backs. The reality is it's a long question. Will the Jets have enough time to let this guy right the ship before we re-enter our never-ending cycle of strip it down and rebuild again? Management has to be uptight. About a decade of no playoffs. Sam only has two more years on his reasonable salary. Who knows if Gase is any good? His only endorsement has been Peyton. And our only premium player, Jamal, is likely out of patience in the scheming. His exit? I need to see this team become something consistent and half-decent for once. Stay safe, my man. So basically just giving his, wasn't even a question, just his thoughts. Here's the thing with the Jets. They have a young quarterback who is really, really talented. Le'Veon Bell is a really good player. Jamal Adams is a really good player. They've added just some core people. They got a bunch of the random offensive line free agent signings. They drafted what should be their starting left tackle for the next decade in the first round. They added a wide receiver early in the draft. Sam should just be an ascending player who is really good. They went 7-9 last year. If Adam Gase is who Peyton Manning's always told us he is, they should compete for the playoffs. Because that's what the Bills did kind of immediately. Now, McCagnin was terrible. People I knew in the NFL laughed at him. Some of the stories I've heard about him just sitting in his dark office by himself is pretty embarrassing. He kind of did Todd Bowles dirty. I think McCagnin stinks. Just shows you in the NFL, and having been there, you think it's the highest level, and I was lucky. I got to work around a lot of high-level people. But when I was on the road, I heard so many stories about other organizations. It's just... It's just like any business, right? People that have no business getting a general manager job or have no business getting a manager job in a, in a corporation get one because they have the right people singing their praises. And I think Joe Douglas, I know a lot of people in Philly that work for him, loved him. He's good. Now, I, the problem is, uh, this is not baseball or basketball. The GM only controls so much. Lots on his head coach. He didn't hire the head coach. Now, he knows the head coach and he seems to like the head coach. But what if they go 6-10 and 10 next year? Does he fire Adam Gase? Does he have the juice to do that? I don't know. I'm a Raider fan and have a question. Given the Packers taking love, I'd imagine there has to be a plan to get him in by year three or four. Given Rodgers' contract and the Packers have it out by 2022 or they trade him, could you see the Raiders making a push for him? Carr probably isn't the guy and we have Mariota for a year or do we shoot for 2021 draft or get a replacement? Your thoughts? I think the hypotheticals on Aaron Rodgers are just so far in the future, it's hard to even tell. Because he's still Aaron freaking Rodgers, and they owe him so much money, and they can't get rid of him. What if Aaron Rodgers wins a Super Bowl in the next couple of years? They ain't cutting him. And if he sucks, is anyone going to want to trade for him with a huge salary? Even Gruden? Probably not. So th- there's not much middle ground. Now, the middle ground would be he's solid, they're making the playoffs, but they're like first-round exits, and they think Jordan Love looks unreal in practice, and they are willing to trade Aaron Rodgers in two years. But what if the Raiders draft a quarterback next year? Or they sign a trade for a guy in two years? Like, there's just... We're just so far away from him becoming available that it's just... it's. And I, don't get me wrong, I'm not anti-hypotheticals. It's just so much unknown. We're not even... Cl- like, at least this year when Brady was going to be a free agent, we're like, well, see him with the Chargers, see him with the Raiders. Tampa starts sniffing around. What about the Niners? Like, you can start adding it up in about October. This one, we're, we're two years away from even, what if Rodgers still good? What if they're winning? It's, it, there's just, there's so much gray area in the hypotheticals with Rodgers. I saw, maybe Colin did this, but I saw it a lot on social media. Like, what if Rodgers goes to the Niners? Well, one of the reasons that the, that the Packers don't like Rodgers, he's not a great scheme fit. He doesn't like turning his back to the defense. He likes more of a spread offense where he's in control. Part of the Shanahan offense is you hand the ball off a lot and the coach is in full control of the play calling. Why would Kyle Shanahan want him? Part of that, the great part about the the Kyle Shanahan, what's well, really Mike Shanahan's offense, the Kubiak offense, the LaFleur offense, the McVay, you don't, hypothetically, you don't need John Elway. And they, they won when John Elway was at the end of his career. You don't need a $40 million quarterback. You don't necessarily need Mahomes. You can win with Jimmy Garoppolo. You can win, I don't, you know, in theory, but Kirk Cousins. Look, they, they ran that scheme in Minnesota this year. Won a playoff game. So that's 
to me, the most powerful. It's, the schemes are very quarterback-friendly. Matt Ryan, best year of his career. Matt Schaub was making the playoffs all the time. Scheme works. You don't need... To me, a guy like Rodgers, he just... It's better for him just to control it. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bowl flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. How do you get all... 22 college football film. I don't. I just watch YouTube on guys or I watch them on television. But I'm not even I'm not doing like Mike Mayock, Daniel Jeremiah lists. I know like Mayock and DJ have or Lewis Riddick or the guys at ESPN they have access to it. Now I can get access to certain conferences, 
but uh, it's much more difficult. So it's why you got to give the NFL some credit, right? They they put all their all twenty two out. It's why you can't evaluate the defensive backs, the safeties, the wide receivers if you don't have the all twenty two. You can watch a highlight tape, but everyone can look pretty good in highlight tape. My question is about the recent Dallas Cowboys quarterback situation. Dak has been great with so much talent around him, but do you think Andy Dalton, an experienced quarterback and probably a better passer, could be the answer for a loaded Cowboys team? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was saying earlier. <laughs> what if, would you rather have Andy Dalton for $3 million, or would you rather have Dak Prescott for 35 No, Dak Prescott's a better player than Andy Dalton, but couldn't the Cowboys win with Andy Dalton and Mike McCarthy and all their offenses if their defense is solid? Now, one thing I don't love about the Cowboys, and I get it, McCarthy loves Mike Nolan. Mike Nolan made McCarthy an offensive coordinator, which led to him becoming the Packers head coach. I could not hire Mike Nolan to be my defensive coordinator. Couldn't, as, as Mike Singletary would say, can't do it. Can't win with him. I, I don't love that hire at all. This is a question for the podcast show. Why do you think that everyone has the Jags to the pick number one in their way too early mock drafts? When they have a coach and GM who are literally fighting for their jobs this season. P.S. The Jaguars have never had the number one overall pick. Kind of a crazy stat given how often they've drafted high in the draft. You know, I think it's just the easy, crappy team. You know, who are the no-brainer that team sucks right now? I think the Jags. No teams in the NFC West. No teams in the AFC West. Uh, no teams in the the NFC North. I mean, the Lions, but even the Lions still have Stafford. Like, they could win five or six games. The AFC North, the Bengals could suck, but what if Burrow's like Rookie of the Year? Maybe they could win four or five games. I think I saw a stat. They were in like 12 one-score games where they had the lead in the second half for some crazy stat. So maybe they weren't quite as bad as we thought. Even though in my limited viewing, when I watch the Bengals, they always look terrible. So I'd say the Bengals would be in the mix. I'd say the Jags would be in the mix. I'd say the Lions would be in the mix. The Dolphins could still stink. they got a ways to go. But they're, they've gotten a lot better this offseason. I, I don't know. I just I don't think there are that many teams where you go, oh, that team's terrible. You know? And the reality is in the NFL is this is not basketball. Like in the NBA, you know exactly who's going to suck. Like, oh, yeah, this team sucks. They're going to be in the lottery. You can list about seven of the you know, 12, 13 lottery teams. In the NFL, it's like, whoa, you get some curveballs fast. The Jets could suck, but they they just went 7-9. and nine. Why couldn't they go 8-8? Eight and eight? Maybe there aren't as many teams this year winning like 13, 14 games. Given the, maybe there's just a lot of like 10-11 win teams. If that's the case, maybe there are a lot of 5-6 and six win teams. So maybe the number one overall pick next year wins four games. I'm just, I'm just spitballing. I don't know, but I'd say everything's on the table. Right now, appreciate everyone listening. Again, if you like the show, go to the Apples uh, where you listen to your podcast, Three and Out podcast with me, and r- leave a little five star review. I'd, I'd greatly appreciate it. Tip my hat to everyone, and uh, hopefully everyone's staying safe and uh, enjoy the week. Keep your head up, stay positive, and uh, and we'll get through this. Adios, Godspeed. Talk to you soon. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. 
It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 